You're listening to TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. You are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmé Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmé bring you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered, and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. How indeed do we deal with evil on our lovely planet Earth? What works and what doesn't? There are many that would like to believe that we could deal with evil by doing meditations for peace, visualizing uh, peace activist uh, marches and parades and activities, and, you know, downgrading, you know, what we have in our defense of ourselves against them. And I, uh, I wish that were all true. I know that um, President Carter, in all his heart, believed that to be true. And uh, Kennedy believed it to be true to a degree. Um, although he stood up firmly against them, perhaps not firmly enough. You know, I think he was a pretty young man, and, and you know, he saved the huge nuclear thing and gave a ton away before that, which gave the Russians a real clear idea that, you know, we were soft, and so they came in even further and came in even further. You know, uh, President Carter actually believed that what we needed to do is equalize and not have an advantage in our country over others in, the, at that time, uh, communism. And he believed that we needed to, um, reduce our arms and make way for equality everywhere. And <laughs> while I think that would be a great idea if we weren't living on a planet that has evil people, we are living on a planet that has evil people. And the evil people come in many, many different forms. You know, from serial killers to people that are beheading others uh, based on their religion to... And glad to do it. Glad to do it. To kids who go to school with a shotgun uh, to kill fellow students, that's evil. You know, and, and I know some folks would say, well, he had a horrible upbringing. <laughs> and, you know, it would be nice to buy that story. But what if it's more than that? What if the evil goes straight and all the way through into the soul? What if it has nothing or very little to do with parents or environment? What if the soul is born with evil innately inside? It's who they are at this time of their soul. And if that is true, and that has been my experience that it's true, then peace marchers and marches and meditations will not turn this around. We must do more. You know, good positive things help some, but when you're in an imperfect world where peace and enlightenment doesn't rule, you can't, you can't think that peace is going to bring peace. Vigilance brings peace. Courage and awareness with vigilance brings peace. 
peace and peace and nice and sweet does not bring peace unless you're in an enlightened world and then voila it's already there you know if you're going to get real that's how it works so how do we deal with this evil you know we just recently saw an amazing film uh that was chronicling the time of ronald reagan it's a cd it's called uh, dvd dvd okay in the face of evil reagan's war in word and deed and there was a fellow that was on there that had known Reagan for years that said that it was incredibly accurate. Ed, Edmund Meese, among others. And, you know, it was really amazing. There was information in here that we didn't know before. You know, we believed in this direction, but this filled in a lot of gaps. There's a lot of evidence. And I would recommend, in the face of evil, Reagan's war in word and deed, you know, and, you know, just... Take a history lesson. It's it's an amazing coverage, and it uh, it's true. You know the times that um, we're going to cover this through the show today. The times that uh, Carter and Kennedy showed softness uh, at the time. The bigger threat then was communism, and they simply came over. Uh, they simply took over. The communism just uh, took advantage of their soft policies and... It was during the Roosevelt uh, administration also that it got completely embedded in the political and uh, movie industry. And uh, they had a huge riot in the movie industry with the um, communist and union-backed, they were sort of together against, you know, just free movie people and, and... anybody so they they were trying to actually take a coup on the movie industry simply for propaganda so that they could easily retrain americans thinking to support russia and communism and sort of oust you know our country and our people and our our backing of beliefs you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Uh, don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We're talking today about how do you deal with evil, what works and what doesn't. In the four wars, wars during Reagan's lifetime, none came about because of the American strength and belligerence, not a one of them. However, if Russia, China, or now the Muslims uniquely had the bomb and or clear world military advantage, they would have fully used them, uh, as is true to the character, cruelty, condescending expansion in history. And heck, it's written in the Koran to do that, to take over the world. That That's their mission. You know, so... You know, I don't mind Muslims. To me, they're people like anyone else. But when you're a, 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 um, a loyal person to a religion, that in the religion is commandments virtually to take over the world. Uh, it ought to give you pause. If you're not getting out of that religion, then you're part of the problem. You know, as much as there's a lot of peaceful Muslims, they're still owned by this religion that can just say, well, you're not doing this, and, you know, other M- Muslims are happy to take their heads off if they're not going to follow this when we get to that point. So, you know, that's what we're facing right now, and all this is sort of in the same thing. 
Are we going to lie down and let it just run over us? Are we going to realize what's going on? Like I say, uh, you want awareness and courage, and that's what keeps a free people free, awareness, moral, moral backbone, and courage, or you don't stay free in a dark world, a world that has a sufficient amount of darkness. So we have a nation with free souls under God versus a nation gone under And we are blessed to be a nation with free souls under God. Those are our choices, because if we don't stand by right, we don't get the blessing of the higher powers to support us. And I thoroughly believe that that's why we're still in action, is because we have the blessing of higher powers, because we're closer to God-like. We're not exactly God-like, and God knows capitalism, the sickness of capitalism, is greed, and we have plenty of that. Capitalism is a nice way for people to uh, run their economy and life free, but when it gets out of hand, greed takes over, and you know we have varying amounts of greediness uh, off balance in capitalism, but not entirely. So uh, I want to say also, Reagan endured it tremendously standing up against the world and a lot of uh, left people and that kind of thing. And towards his last year, his health and performance began to get real weakened, and then afterwards he's got Alzheimer's. And I thoroughly believe that he got Alzheimer's because he gave more than he had to give and held the course of the mission that was given to him from a higher place to free a billion people essentially imprisoned behind the Iron Curtain. And that's true. They were imprisoned back there. You can't do what you want. You can't sing your song. Uh, you, you can't do anything without fear of now a whole nother thing's coming through the government, and you got to watch out for that. You are listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. You know, as people that are working on a spiritual path and personal growth and mastering ourselves, we must remember that we also need to be clear and aware of what's going on on our planet and become spiritual warriors to help the whole planet lift out. Part of the job of people who are going to be spiritually aware is to be there to help those that need the help. We need to be aware of what's going on, and not in a la-la land way, but in a grounded reality. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know... During the time with Carter, I thought he had a good heart, but I thought he was sort of deranged. But I still thought he had a good heart. He meant well. And um, Reagan, when he talked, uh, you know, I could feel the goodness coming out of his heart. He had a lot of ho- holiness or high, in, high uh, spirit backing him. Opened my heart right open. And his words uh, seemed to ring true. Wasn't totally sure. And as time goes on, I see that he was right on the mark. And God bless him, you know, this world would be a very different place without what he did to communism in Russia, what he was the backbone of. We would be in a very different situation right now. So he was not only the great communicator, and indeed he was a great communicator, but he was also a great liberator. Like I said, one billion people freed. How do you like that? Eastern Europe freed, the Russian people freed, uh, at least for a time, and that's from Ronald Reagan, and, you know, there was Margaret Thatcher that helped a lot, and a Pope, John Paul II, that helped a lot. 
By the way, quite a coincidence here, or not, Pope John Paul II and Ronald Reagan had assassination attempts on them within a month. And that tied their destiny together. Those two great men, they were tied together, and those attempts from the darkness of the world would not stop their great mission. There was enough people, good people on the earth, and good prayers and good intentions that allowed them to override the attempts and be the backbone that carried through the breaking down of the horrendous communism of Russia. So there was a Roman statesman back in the great empire of Rome, and his name was Cato. It was 40 years in the Senate he was, and he was very distinguished, very respected, and strongly believed in mankind's freedoms and rights. He was like an anchor for that in the Russian uh, government. And so he said, after every speech he gave for 40 years, he said, beware of the Carthaginian tyrants. You know, like Russian tyranny, tyranny is where you have a tyrant. The tyrant is a belligerent bully who doesn't care about anybody. Just give me my perks. Anything I want, let's do it this way, let's do it that way. I really could care less about the people. Just keep feeding what I want to have happen. So he said, Cato said, you must defeat the Carthaginian tyrants. And and every time he spoke that, uh, you know, he said, these are the mortal enemies of Rome because they are run by tyranny. And if we break down, that system will run over us because it's an organized system. You know, once a tyranny gets going, it, it has an organized force to systematically put a coup on a great country. And, and uh, so you got to really watch out about that. You can't let your guard down is what Cato was saying. So Reagan did word and deed. Uh, most presidents, they promise this and that, and they, you know, it's just a sloppy mess what happens after that. And he did what he said. He was a liberal de- Democrat most of his life until he changed and uh, was blessed for a mission that he accomplished. Now, Washington and Lincoln both were men of word and deed also. Not a lot of presidents necessarily are, maybe a little bit here and there. And they were great men for great tasks. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. How do we deal with evil? What works and what doesn't? We're going to talk about more when we come back. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We're all looking for ways to become better people. So why not let Charmay and Keith Amber, co-hosts of Mastering Ourselves, help guide your way? Mastering Ourselves offers a clear path through the muddle of life. Charmay and Keith have a new book called Steps to Enlightenment with formulas for personal growth and tools to change unwanted habits. Steps to Enlightenment offers it all. Find out what others have to say about Steps to Enlightenment at www.masteringourselves.com. 